Hey, welcome back to the Most D Show. I'm your host, Michael Stevens. I want to take a moment to thank you all for tuning in, for joining the show. On this episode, we're going to be talking about having a clean heart. And the focus is going to be on Psalms 51 verse 10. When David prayed unto God and asked God to create in him a clean heart and to renew a right spirit within him. Now, I think it's vital for us as believers to understand the importance of having a clean heart and a pure heart before God. Because um, one of the psalmists, they wrote that if I regard iniquity in my heart or if I harbor iniquity in my heart, God would not hear me. Now, I know that God hears us, but I know that God will not answer us if we regard or keep or harbor iniquity in our hearts. Even James, um, I think it's in James chapter four, when he uh, admonished the believers to uh, purify their hearts and to cleanse their um, hands um, from their sin and their iniquity. Now, David, in this instance, in uh, Psalms uh, 51 and verse 10, he was it was basically a prayer of his after um, you know, the sin that he committed against God by uh, committing adultery with Bathsheba, having Uriah murdered. And Nathan had to confront David about this sin. So uh, with that being said, Satan is our adversary, which we know. And one of the things that he would love most is for us to uh, live in sin, uh, keep iniquity in our hearts, disobey God. And um, knowing those things, we have to you know, be diligent ourselves as believers to always daily, momentarily check our heart, the thoughts of our hearts, the intents of our heart. Now, in the book of Proverbs, and I've always heard it quoted, but I never like read it for myself until I was doing a study and I had to speak upon um understanding and that was something that the holy spirit led me to um and that was to talk about our heart and so studying that um i learned in the book of proverbs it said that as a man think it in his heart so is he so knowing that i have to be and we have to be careful about what we allow to come into our heart we have to be careful about what we're thinking on because even Jesus, when he was addressing the issue of adultery, he said, if a man look on a woman and lust after her in his heart, he has already committed adultery. So that's why it's so important for us as believers to daily and constantly, consistently check the motive, the purity the thoughts of our heart because the heart in jeremiah um 17 and 9 says that the heart is desperately wicked you know and so we have to be um as believers we have to have an understanding that's one of the biggest things that i think lacks sometimes uh, as believers and, and people in general is having a thorough understanding 
hub things, how things works, and why things are the way that they are so we can be better equipped and um, more knowledgeable and skillful at handling these situations. Now, the issue is also unbelief. Now, one of the things that Jesus taught the disciples um, in, I think it was in the book of Luke chapter 8, when he was telling them about, uh, actually it was all of the followers, he was giving them uh, this parable, and the disciples, they were there as well. So, he was giving them the parable about the sower and the seed, and one of the, uh, one of the verses he said that the seed that fell by the wayside, the birds came and ate. So later that later after that um, that um, dialogue with the people, when the disciples and Jesus were alone, they asked him, why does why does he speak to the people in parables? And Jesus responded to them by saying unto you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. So and they were at, and they went further on to ask you no know, for an explanation of the parable and Jesus told them now listen the the key thing that stood out to me was this he said the ones that fell by the wayside the seed that fell by the wayside are those that heard the word and Satan came immediately to snatch the word out of their heart unless they would believe and be saved now that may not seem like a big deal to many people but to those who have an understanding knows how important it is to keep the word of God in our heart and that's one of the biggest things that will keep us in our walk is having the word of God in our heart because that enables us to stand and that enables us to war against our adversary who constantly and consistently daily fights against us in our faith to make us doubt who we are in Christ, to make us doubt God's promises, to make us doubt being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's one of his biggest tactics. That's one of his his uh, ultimate tactics is to cause unbelief. So um, we, we have to be diligent about um, protecting our heart but also filling our hearts with the word of God. Now, in the book of Romans 10 and verses 8 through 10, and mainly in verse number 10, it said, for with the heart, and, I, and I'm quoting a lot of King James uh, scripture, a lot of scripture that I'm going to quote, they're going to be out of uh, King James, but um, you can interpret through whatever translation you have. But, in verse number 10, it says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, that's important because we can only be made right by believing in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that Jesus died for us, he died for our sins, and God raised him up from the dead. Now, Satan does not want you to believe that, and that's one of the biggest fights against Christianity against believers today is the point of did Jesus 
come to this world? Was Jesus really the son of God? Was he really God in the flesh? Was he really, uh, was he just a prophet? Was he just another man? Was he just um, uh, some uh, spiritual leader that had a great philosophy and had a great following? Or was it just a myth? And that's one of Satan's biggest tricks of deception is to try to cause us not to believe um, that Jesus actually came to this world to take away the sins of this world. Because if we get an understanding that our sins have already been paid for, we're going to begin to walk in freedom. We're going to begin to be free to serve God. And not only that, we're going to spread the word. We're going to tell others about it because if something good happened to you, you're going to want to share it. And if you know what you if you know about Christ, if you know that your sins have been forgiven, that he came and he paid the price for you, a price that none of us could never pay. Of course, you're going to want to tell that. But that's why Satan, when those who hear the word, he comes immediately to take the word from you even when it comes to deliverance when it comes to uh god's provision when it comes to god um saving people he comes immediately with some scheme some tactic to cause doubt and unbelief but i want to encourage each and every one of you and even myself as david encouraged himself in the lord so must i do as well so I want to encourage each of you to you know, get an understanding and, and know what the impact of the word of God has on our heart. Now, in, in Proverbs 4 and 23, Solomon instructs his son to keep his heart with all diligence because out of the heart are the issues of life. And Jesus even reiterated that when he um, was talking to the disciples and the pharisees in uh in one of the the encounters in in the uh in the gospels is that jesus told him hey it is not what goes into the man that defiles a man but it's what comes out of a man and that is what comes out of the heart he also said for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh." Knowing this, it should help us to be better equipped to search our hearts daily, but also to be mindful of what we are allowing to come into our hearts. So let um, let not your heart be troubled, first of all, because it's one of Satan's tactics is to bring fear um, because of what's going on. In the world, even the Bible says, I think it's in Matthew or either in Luke, it says that man's heart will begin to fail them because of the things that are coming upon the earth. By looking at you know, this world, this economy, a lot of the, the murdering, the killing, a lot of the um, pride movement, a lot of those things causes fear um even with sickness uh diseases infirmities um natural disasters calamities all of those things um they they instill fear or they uh provoke fear in people but if your heart is secure in christ you have no reason to fear jesus even told us to not 
let our hearts be troubled. If we believe in God, believe in him. And he also said that in this world, we're going to have trouble. We're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulation. But we should not uh, be in despair because he has already overcome those things. So that's why we need to continually watch over our hearts. Watch what we are allowing to come into our hearts. You know, we are the ones that are to keep our hearts pure. Now, we trust in the Holy Spirit to show us those things that need to be changed, those things that need to be corrected. But we also have to submit ourselves to that correction so we can make those changes, so we can get rid of what needs to be um, gotten rid of out of our heart so that we can truly stand before God and open up, um, not open up, but offer up prayers from a pure heart, offer up prayers from know a clean heart as we clean our heart our lives become clean as well because jesus said the issues of life they are in the heart so that's one of the that's another thing also about our heart i want to address is the issues of life now how we respond to situations determines um, what's in our heart Because whatever is in your heart Is going to come out Now if someone makes you mad And you're full of rage already And you have rage and ang- uh, anger in your heart That's what's going to come out Rage and anger But we should not respond In rage and anger All the time So we should respond In a way that represents Christ That's reflective of the nature of Christ Living in us We should respond in a way that Shows that the Holy Spirit is leading And guiding our every movement Our every action So those issues of life How we respond to situations How we interact with people How we deal on a daily basis in our personal lives and corporate lives. Those are some of the issues that we need to address and correct so that when people see us, they will truly, they will see people who are truly being a light to this world. Now, another thing I want to address is a lot of people say that Solomon asked God for wisdom. But in that in that moment and in that encounter, God asked Solomon, what does he want? And Solomon's response was to have an understanding heart. And that was so that he could know how to go in and out among God's people and know how to lead God's people. And yes, when Solomon asked that, God gave Solomon a wise and understanding heart. He gave him wisdom and everything that Solomon did not ask. So if Solomon could ask for an understanding heart, I think we as believers, we should be asking for the same thing to have an understanding heart. And if we have understanding, um, especially an understanding heart, we will know how to deal with people. We will know how to handle people. We will know how to treat people because at the end of the day, we're all made in the image and likeness of God. Now, am I saying that everybody is saved? No, I'm not. But at the end of the day, when Jesus dealt with people, even Gentiles, 
he still showed compassion because that's why he came to this world. And that was to save them as well. It was to deliver his people, Israel, from bondage, but also to give the Gentiles an opportunity to be saved. So as believers and as people of God, we must have an understanding heart on how to deal with people, on how to handle people, because we are to be a light and of the world and salt of the earth. So we cannot be effective if we do not have a heart for people. Now, that does not mean we go along with everything that, that's going on. We don't compromise and give in to other people's agendas. But we have the personality of Christ through the Holy Spirit to allow the fruit of the Spirit to manifest in our lives that it could bless others and that God may be glorified through the producing of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. So I just want to encourage each and every one of you today that wherever you are, in your walk with Christ, uh, even if you backslid, repent. Because David even said, sacrifices of bulls and, and of gold and all of that stuff, it doesn't matter. But what pleases God is a broken and contrite heart. That is a type of heart that God will not despise nor turn away. But in fact, that's the type of heart that draws God. So if you even backslid, Repent, be sincere about it, and give your heart back to God. I mean, we've all done it, we're, and we're all subject to it. I've done it several times. But at the end of the day, I know what the Word of God says, and I believe God promises, and I know He's faithful and just to keep His Word. So if you repent, you know, turn from it, and trust me, God will restore you back to fellowship with Him. But nevertheless, I admonish you today to watch your heart, to check your heart consistently daily, to not allow certain things to enter into your heart because it will contaminate and defile your walk with Christ and it will contaminate and defile your witness as a believer. All right, but look, hey, I love y'all, man. Thank God for you. I'm praying for you. Be blessed.